Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Magicasta AI. I'm your host, and today we have a very special guest joining us. She is a grief expert and will be discussing the topic of dealing with loss. Please help me welcome our interviewee. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and share some valuable insights on grieving. We're thrilled to have you. Dealing with loss is never easy, and it's something all of us experience at some point in our lives. Can you shed some light on this natural process and how we can navigate through it? Absolutely. First, I want to emphasize that there is no right or wrong way to grieve. Your suffering is a natural process, and even though it may feel overwhelming, it's an essential part of healing. It's okay to feel sad, scared, or even lonely. These are all normal reactions to loss. Wow, that's really important to remember. Sometimes, we tend to overlook these common emotions and think we're not handling our grief well. But it's reassuring to know that feeling this way is perfectly normal. Absolutely, host. It's crucial to recognize that grief is a highly individual experience. Each person copes in their own unique way, influenced by factors like personality, coping style, and the significance of the loss. One myth we often hear is that moving on means forgetting about our loss. But that's not true. Moving on means finding a way to pick up the pieces and redefine our lives after the loss. Fantastic point. It's not about forgetting, it's about finding a new meaning and eventually embracing life again. That's easier said than done, though. What are some healthy ways to cope with grief? Great question, host. While it's important to allow ourselves to grieve and feel the pain, it's equally vital to seek support. Talking to family, friends, or even joining support groups can make a tremendous difference. Sharing your loss lightens the burden of grief and helps you realize you're not alone. Absolutely. It's crucial to lean on our loved ones during times of hardship. But what about situations where it's challenging to openly mourn? Can you tell us more about disenfranchised grief? Disenfranchised grief occurs when the loss isn't widely recognized or validated by society. It could be a job loss, the end of a friendship, or even a pet's death. Some may belittle or minimize such losses, leading to a lack of support. It's essential to acknowledge that all losses are valid and deserving of our grief. That's such an important point, interviewee. No matter how big or small the loss, it's crucial to honor our emotions and give ourselves permission to mourn. Speaking of grief, are there different types we should be aware of? Absolutely. Complicated grief is one type that arises when the death of a loved one leaves us stuck in a state of bereavement. It's a more prolonged process that requires additional support. Anticipatory grief, on the other hand, develops before the actual loss. It allows us to prepare, say goodbye, and resolve unfinished business. That's fascinating. I've heard of anticipatory grief, but I never really understood its role in the grieving process. It sounds like it offers an opportunity to cope proactively. But regardless of the type of grief, is there anything else we should keep in mind while navigating the healing process? Absolutely, host. One essential aspect is self-care. Grief can be exhausting, both emotionally and physically. It's crucial to prioritize your well-being, whether through journaling, finding support groups, or simply engaging in activities that bring you joy. Establishing routines and planning ahead can also help create a sense of stability during this challenging time.
Thank you for highlighting the importance of self-care, interviewee. It's easy to forget ourselves when we're deeply grieving. Sometimes, we just need that gentle reminder to take care of our own well-being. Exactly, host. And if you're not ready to talk about your loss, that is okay too. There's no pressure to share your feelings with others. Writing in a journal or finding solace in creative outlets can be immensely therapeutic. Oh, absolutely. Writing has always been a great way to process emotions. And speaking of finding support, are there any resources or organizations you recommend for our listeners who may be experiencing grief? Definitely, host. There are many directories and support groups available for those seeking help. You can check out the Directory of Programs and Support Groups in the U.S., as well as the Chapter Locator for finding help specific to grieving the loss of a child. There are also international support groups available for those outside the U.S. That's incredible, interviewee. Thank you for sharing those resources. It's comforting to know that help is available no matter where we are. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? Just remember, grief takes time. Healing is a journey, and it's okay to experience ups and downs along the way. Be patient with yourself, seek support when needed, and remember that you're not alone. With time and self-compassion, you will come to terms with your loss and find new meaning in life. Thank you, interviewee, for joining us today and sharing your valuable insights. I'm certain our listeners have found tremendous comfort in your words. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning into MagiCast.ai. We hope today's episode has provided some solace and guidance during difficult times. Remember, you're not alone. Until next time, stay strong and keep seeking the magic in life.